You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at Rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Back from our episode and excited to today kind of just break down probably something that I think all of us need to be aware of and probably even just do a better job on, and that is protecting ourselves from ourselves. And so I'm going to walk through like four, uh, you know, one's kind of like a, a, a step that we should be doing every every week. And then the other one is a couple of tools that I use to kind of monitor things to know what things are going on with my accounts so that even if I am, uh, you know, kind of compromised, I at least am aware of it right away and maybe I can mitigate what's going on. And so, you know, for this episode, we're going to really talk about, you know, security, right? And I think, you know, one of the things we've stressed here on this podcast is that the beauty of decentralization, which is this world that we're using right now in blockchain, is that there is no one entity that controls everything, right? And so what does that mean is that we are all responsible for our own security, right? So there's no backup, there's no like call customer support. So with that, sounds like a great thing. But the number one threat to cybersecurity in the world, and I worked in cybersecurity for nine years for the Department of Defense, is actually insider threat, which is really just human error, right? Either humans accidentally being vulnerable and, and sharing something without knowing, or them doing it on purpose and having that issue. Because let's face it, we are, we are the most inconsistent element of all of these things. And so we, we've heard a lot, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to kind of cover the things that we hear a lot on, right? Like, so you set up your, your wallet, no matter what really wallet you're using, and you get a seed phrase and your seed phrase is really kind of like the, the magic set of words that, that allows the software to know that the account is yours. Here's the thing. No one will ever ask for that seed phrase. No one should ever ask for it. You should not be sending it to anyone. And really the only times you're going to use it is when you're going to set up in a wallet on another device, right? So if you set up your MetaMask wallet maybe on your iPhone and you want to use the browser um, version, then you're going to have to put in the seed phrase for that, right? If you're going to switch and start using like a hardware, brow a hardware browser, which I don't even know where my, oh, here it is. Uh, you know, if you're going to use a hard browser uh, or a cold wallet, as they call it, um, you're going to need to know the seed phrase. But other than that, that seed phrase should stay stored away. The other part of this is making sure that we understand what we're connected to, why we're connected to, and when we're making transactions, right? And so one of these things that we've heard a lot about is people clicking links like in discords or in Twitter direct messages. And there are a lot of people that are creating fake accounts, especially on launch day of an NFT project. Like right now, today, they were, what they were recording this, I was looking in OpenSea for a project that uh, we're, going, we're probably going to mint later today for our project. And I just put the name of the project into search. And there was 12 accounts that people had created today 
that had OpenSea accounts with the same name and the same logo, just trying to get you to buy the wrong NFT or click on the wrong thing. So we cannot harp enough on going back to the original links. So every time, if you're going to buy anything in the NFT space, make sure that you're either operating with a verified OpenSea account or a verified page. Or if it's not verified, making sure you're going into like their Discord or their official link tree and pulling the exactly the, the correct um, link. Now, the next couple things I'm going to give you real quick are just things that, you know, I mentioned that there's going to be one thing that I'm going to want you guys to do every single, uh, you know, every single time that you are, uh, you know, I, I do it every Sunday night. So I think maybe we could, we could make that a little bit of a thing that, uh, you know, every Sunday night, this is uh, what we do as a, as a community as a whole. But, you know, for me, the thing that I think is, is really important here and just the thing I'll kind of throw out is that, you know, we have to know what, where our vulnerability lies and how those vulnerabilities kind of show up. And so what I, what I will tell you is that, you know, one of the things that we have to be aware of, and it's something that we, you know, we just have to be aware of as a group, as a, as a entire community, is this the idea that, you know, sometimes we are not only going to get vulnerable, but we are going to have these opportunities that, you know, something's going to be clicked on or done without us even realizing um, what happened. And so one of the things that I'm going to recommend for you to do every single, I do it every Sunday, you could do it even more often, is you're going to want to open up your MetaMask. You're going to want to go down to the connected sites button. And then you're going to see it's going to pop up with some connected sites that are, uh, you know, there for you to actually hit the, uh, the disconnect button. Now, what, happen what happens is every time you connect to a site, you connect your wallet, maybe you're adding your um, um, your, you know, uh, c connecting your accounts, your profile to your OpenSea, or you're checking, you know, a lot of the sites are almost automatically connecting your wallet these days, which I think is just another um, bad thing. But you need to have that wallet connected so you can make the transaction. Oftentimes you have to sign that transaction. But after you're done minting that NFT with that website, even if you own some of those NFTs, there's no reason for you to keep that connected. Now, the screenshot that I'm working off of right now, of course, only has like four um, that are connected because I'm recording this on a Monday. And last night I went through my routine and I disconnected all of them. So you're just going to hit delete. It's going to pop up and tell you to disconnect. And so you can disconnect from all of the sites that you are, uh, are currently connected to. Now, if there are certain sites that you're going to be checking in a lot on, you can keep those ones a little bit more, you know, uh, have a little bit more due diligence. You know, right now, OpenSea and Rarity.tools are, are the only two that are, are left connected. Uh, if you're on your mobile device, you actually have to go into settings and then go into experimental, experimental, and you can delete the session, or you can go into settings and you can clear the cache so that you're not connected uh, via your mobile device. But that's, that's one of those key things that we really can do to make sure, because what can happen here is someone can actually take that code or manipulate that and use that pre-authorized connection to get access to your wallet without them needing your seed phrase, right? And, and I think that's an important uh, you know, justification. So make sure that you're not using a common password, right? Make sure that the password is complex. Make sure that you never give out your seed phrase. And then of course, make sure you're disconnecting um, those sites from your, your wallet, especially from your MetaMask. Now, the other thing that I like to do is I'm not a big fan of um, security based on like not doing anything. I'm more of a fan of doing a lot of things and then monitoring what's going on around us. And so one of my favorite tools, I have no affiliation with them, is actually called Coin Tracker. 
So Cointracker.io, um, I'll put a note uh, or a link in the bio. And it's kind of neat. It allows you to track your crypto. It allows you to track um, a lot of different things. But the thing I actually like most about it is actually their email alerts. So they'll actually email you as soon as there's a transaction detected on the wallets or the Ethernet address or your, your, your ETH address that you've connected to their site. And so one the, the cool thing is the email that I'm looking at right now, it shows, hey, four new tra transactions detected. You sent a certain amount of money to Coinbase. You sold a certain amount of Bitcoin. Uh, you transferred some amount of USDC. And, you know, there's, you know, a variety. And the neat part about this is, that, you know, they're not often sent like in the exact moment it happens, but pretty close there. And you can actually throttle the uh, settings in there. But that is something I really like because it's giving me a sense just through email what's happening with my ETH address, right? And I think that is massively important in today's day and age because if all of a sudden I, I turn that, I see that, I'm like, wait a second, something was bought or something was transferred on my account and I'm not aware of it. I can go in there and try to you know, mitigate that sol uh, solution. And I also say, so that was Cointracker.io. The other one is, you know, on Etherscan, uh, with, you know, Etherscan is where you can go and check your transactions on the blockchain, and it's how you can kind of explore the Ethernet uh, blockchain. One of the things that I also have turned on in there is I've actually signed into my account, and I've connected my wallet uh, to Etherscan. And every time that I create a... a an action in on my blockchain, right? Anytime something is bought, sold, transferred, enabled, disabled, it actually sends me an email and lets me know of that exact transaction. So Etherscan actually allows you to do it as well. The thing on the Etherscan is it's giving you kind of just like the the it's the hash and then like the 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 addresses that it's coming from. What I like about Coin Tracker is it actually breaks it down to give me a little bit more details than what we would say on those four things. So for me, for this episode, for what I hope you guys kind of take away from this is we have to protect ourselves from ourselves, right? Do not click on any link. Just like you shouldn't be clicking on any random links in emails, you should not be clicking in any random links in your, uh, in your direct messages no matter where they're coming from. We should also make sure that, especially when we are buying something in this space, like make sure that you don't have a bunch of tabs open, that you're not clicking connect to something that is not what you want to be connected to. And I, I, I do a lot of my transactions from the mobile device. I know some people are wary of that. I am not one that's wary of that. I just know that I'm not doing it on, you know, on a hotel Wi-Fi network and I'm not doing it like in proximity of a, of a bunch of people. But I, I've done a lot of uh, transactions uh, on my mobile phone with both uh, MetaMask and Rainbow Wallet and, and not had any issues uh, with that. But I'm also very conscious, right? I go into the Discord. I get the URL for minting. I open my MetaMask. I go to my browser. I paste that URL in. And when it opens up, I then sign that, you know, that trans, uh, connecting my wallet to that web address. And then, of course, I said, we want to make sure that, every, you know, I do it every Sunday night. Just put in your calendar. Everyone should do this right now while you're listening. Open up your, we all, most of us have calendar. It doesn't matter if you're Android or iOS. Open up your calendar. And let's say Sunday evening, 9 p.m., uh, wherever your local time is. Just put in there, disconnect sites from MetaMask. Therefore, every Sunday night, you just go in and whatever ones are connected, you're going to disconnect them. Therefore, it kind of becomes a routine. Now, people are going to tell you you should disconnect right away. That's always like wishful thinking. Like we just bought an NFT. We're excited. Maybe it's late at night. Maybe it's early morning. Maybe we have to get back to work. And it gets a little bit cumbersome. So I'm a big fan of you know using my calendar to my advantage. And then the other part is look for tools or notifications that are going to be sent to your email. But here's the caveat to that. Don't turn on all notifications for everything because what happens? 
there's so much notifications, we just start ignoring things, right? I did that originally when I joined into crypto, and I was getting like 14 emails and two push notifications every time I, I bought something, uh, you know, uh, so any crypto that I bought, it, like everything went off to the point where I didn't even, I just kind of removed everything every time. And guess what that does? It has, it has provides you no value now. So now think about it and say, okay, what, where can I turn on? Maybe it's notifications on your phone and an email that will be sent to you every time there is a transaction on your um, on your individual blockchain with your um, ETH address or your Solano address. Solano has one um, as well, and I know there's a couple others that are out there. And then you know the the last but not least, I'll just kind of give you guys this tip. You know, the single point of failure is something I stress a lot about, and what I mean by that is try not to put all of your assets in one location. So like my crypto is not stored in the same wallet as my NFTs. My NFTs are not stored in the same wallet that I often buy my NFTs from, right? So like even when I'm using what I, what I was using here um, in, a, in the example, for those of you that were watching kind of the video version of this, of this episode, you know, I, I've opened up my MetaMask, right? I'm not even sure. I think there's, you know, I don't know, 0.3 ETH in there right now because we'll be minting uh, an NFT a little bit later today. Actually, hopefully two NFTs a little bit later today. But I transferred that in there this morning because I knew I'd be, I'd be, you know, uh, minting a couple NFTs today. I do not leave that that stored in my wallet that I plan on connecting to a lot of websites. But you know, there's lots of things you can do. You can get a hardware wallet. You can have multiple wallets. But honestly, I think for 99% of the people, especially that are listening right now, like once your portfolio gets six figures, now we're going to want to start thinking about some other um, things that we're going to want to protect. But for now, because we don't want to add too many layers, but for now, think about it from this side. Have a routine to disconnect your sites. Have a way to be notified with what's going on and just be hyper aware with what you're clicking on, where that link came from, and then make sure that you're looking at the URL. This is the last bit of advice. Like when you, I told you at the beginning of this episode, I opened up OpenSea and there's all these um, accounts that were created for one of the accounts that I want to mint today. But if I clicked on their OpenSea account and I look at the URL, the URL is like slash something else. Like, like it's going to have a the in the front or an underscore or a space or something random, right? There, there, are, there are things that we, we can, will be, be kind of obvious once you start getting used to it. The thing about it is we just have to start being methodical, not every time you're doing anything with NFTs, but especially when we are connecting our wallets or making a transaction. As always, guys, this is powered by, super powered by the ADHD coin over at Rally. If you're using Rally, make sure you have two-factor authentication on as well. I have two-factor authentication on every device. I'm a big fan of Google Authenticator. So if you guys uh, use Google Authenticator or you can even use SMS uh, for two-factor authentication, but that is the bare minimum. I Every account that I have that allows me to enable it from Facebook to Instagram to Coinbase, all of them, I use two-factor authentication. And on Rally, Rally Make sure you have two-factor authentication on there as well to protect your portfolio that hopefully has lots of ADHD coins. Just this week alone, this weekend, actually 30,000 in Rally was uh, given out to those that are holding ADHD coin, which is roughly about 15,000 US dollars uh, were sent out as rewards just for this week for holding uh, the ADHD coin. So check that out over at ADHDcoin.com. Make it a great day, my friends. Remember... We can blame technology, we can blame the Russians, the Chinese, we can blame the hackers, we can blame all kinds of random people, but really, the number one vulnerability is ourselves. We have to protect ourselves from ourselves by putting in some of these things into action. Cheers.